Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt Lift Deep podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com. Reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithkc.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm Carter McKenzie back in the saddle, and I got two Hunt, Lift, Eat team members here with me tonight. We got Luke. From the great state of New Mexico. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Glad to have you back on, brother. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a minute. And we got Brian coming at us from North Carolina. What's going on, Brian? Hey, Carter. How are you, man? I'm good. Good, good. And uh, Brian, making your uh, Hot Lifty podcast debut here tonight. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Heck yeah, Heck yeah man. Let's make it a reoccurring theme. Absolutely. <laughs> well, guys, we are gathered here tonight to talk about off-season archery. Um, my season is finished up here. Actually, archery season ended ends today in my county. Um, so today's the last day in Forsyth County, Georgia. Come to a close. Um, how about y'all seasons? Are they are they pretty well wrapped up where you guys are? Mine, uh, mine ended January 2nd, but there's uh, an urban archery season right now in one of the towns that's close to me that runs through February 20th. Wow. So it's literally just knocking on doors, trying to get in folks' backyards yeah. <laughs> to uh, thin it out a little bit. <laughs> Hunting in the you know view of the pool. and the. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little sketchy sometimes. And then, you know, I've had one run into the neighbor's yard. I knocked on the door and asked if I could retrieve it, and she basically tried to call the police on me. Yeah, so I could, it was I like, could okay, well, it, it's gonna <laughs> rot in your backyard. I'm sorry, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, that stresses me out, man. I don't like confrontation. That's why I, I'm always, whenever I shoot a deer, I'm like, please die before it goes over that, over that. Yeah, line. And it was <laughs> sheer luck. I mean, it was like probably 15 feet into her yard, and the and it was there's no fence, there's no anything. But I tried to do the right thing. I backed out. I knocked on the door, put everything away, so there was no yep. weapons or anything in my hand. And I said, hey, this is me. This is what I'm doing. This is where we're at. Can I retrieve? She said, absolutely not. Get off my property. I said, wow. okay. Enjoy the dead deer in your backyard, lady. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Luke? How's your season? Um, It just ended. Uh, there, I think there was two late season archery hunts um, that ended now like towards the middle of the month. I've never hunted the archery in January. Um, I'm hoping to next year, though. So, But, but yeah, it's pretty much coming to an end till turkey season yeah man that's why i wanted to talk about this with you guys because um both of you are really good examples of you know y'all neither of y'all hang up your bows after the seasons um y'all shoot a lot um and i think that's really important especially like you know we're transitioning into a new year like it's you know the end of january we're talking people have goals and new year's resolutions or whatever and mine's always to shoot my bow more um and and y'all are great examples of that so you know how important is it to not put your bow down brian uh it it's a very perishable skill you know it's one of those things if you, if you don't do it all the time it's 
I feel like you're going to lose that aspect of it. You're going to forget exactly where that anchor point is. You're going to forget, you know, where the string needs to be in conjunction with your eyesight and the target and your, you know, sight picture, all of those things just come into play. And I think if you're not doing something like that every day, um, you're, you're not going to be good at it. You know, like if you don't hang out with your old lady for a couple of weeks on end, <laughs> you're not very good at it that first time back around. <laughs> yeah, man, that does apply to a lot of things in life, doesn't it? <laughs> I just, that's the way I think about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important, man. Um, it's always, always a goal of mine to shoot more, uh, every year. And, you know, I think it's a big thing. A lot of guys scramble as they get closer to hunting season again. Um, and then they're like, oh yeah, now I'm going to start shooting a lot, but it's super important to maintain that muscle memory and maintain those anchor points and get those reps throughout the entire year, man. Yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. You know, like I said, it's just one of those things that's, it's a perishable skill. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So we got, we got some tips tonight for some off season archery practice, um, that these guys are going to, um, give us and enlighten us with that we can take away and get to practicing. So, uh, Brian, do you want to kick us off tonight? What do you, what's your tip? Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's all going to start with fitness for me. Uh, I try really hard throughout the year. And then always hunting season comes in and I'm living off of honey buns and Mountain Dew, you know, <laughs> just so I can, I'll hit it at the gas station and run to the yep. woods. Um, so I kind of lose it there uh, through the season. I just got to get it back. So it's just that, you know, like Dan Staten always says, I, I listen to his stuff all the time. Separation is in the preparation. When it comes down to it, I, I'm going to get as close as I can to that recreating that adrenaline rush, whether that be an elevated heart rate, shooting under duress or anything like that. I'm going to make it as close as humanly possible as I can to, you know, having that giant Volkswagen sized deer step out in front of you and you're shaking like a leaf. So if I can go into muscle fatigue before that and then make those shots count, that's where I'm going to start. Yeah. And I love following your, your Instagram account. Cause do you find posting your shooting and your workouts every day? Uh, does that help with your accountability, Brian? Oh, a hundred. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. absolutely does. My wife thinks I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. I was like, Hey babe, can you help me real quick? You know, we're both covered yeah. in sweat. I make her work out with me and she's like, Oh my God, you have to wait. I'm, I can't hold a phone right now. <laughs> I'm like, but I got to do it right now. Yeah. So, or I harass my kids. I'm like, here, hold my phone, do this, watch me, you know? Yeah. Um, and making sure that, it, you know, it's just that an arrow a day. I think if you, if you just preach that practice that you can make great things happen. Yeah. That's awesome. And there's another, you know, there's another bonus tip right there is the accountability on social media. Um, I think that's really cool and I like seeing it and it actually motivates me to, uh, to shoot more. I'm like, shoot, Brian's getting after it, man. I better go. I better grab my bow, go in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. My wife got on me the other day cause it was pouring rain, Eastern North Carolina. Uh, so I just kind of blocked off a section of the hallway, set up my target in front of her dresser and I ran <laughs> upstairs and shot down into it. Um, <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. Fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't miss. So, <laughs> which is another good one, man. Shoot from elevated positions <laughs> and stress. I mean, yeah. there's, I'm in a, shooting literally down a hallway at my yeah. wife's dresser. <laughs> uh, I don't think I could. Yeah. It was, it was a little daunting to say the least. <laughs> That's cool. You got to get creative with it, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Luke, what are you thinking tonight, man? 
So, so I'm thinking. Um, first off, I'm I'm fairly new to, to archery hunting. I've only been doing it for about three years. Um, but I think that the thing that's helped me the most is getting as much reps in as possible. And I did that by finding finding a local bow club or archery club um, through the pro shop that we have here, and making friends with them, joining the club. Then I found out I was shooting once a week and then on the weekends and then before you knew it i was shooting every night at the shop and then starting to get into to the indoor um archery with like three spot and and starting to do the competition side of that which is just getting reps and and perfecting your your form um that keeps me sharp pretty much year round and then come summertime those same clubs you're doing 3D shoots and traveling, doing a bunch of 3D shoots, um, and you get to you. You could do it unknown or known, but we like to do it unknown. That way, we get used to to ranging and being accurate. So you're not just practicing your bow; you're also practicing your ranging. That way, you don't have to pull up your rangefinder and and waste five seconds that you could spend making a better shot. <coughs> Um, so that is it. I just think joining an archery club is, will get you shooting year round. And I had to shoot with a bunch of guys who were shooting, been shooting for years. And I mean, every, everybody wants to stay competitive. So you're trying to learn, trying to be better. So every time you shoot, you're, you, you are getting better. So I think that's really helped me. And then not to mention, it's just, it's just fun. It's a, it's a fun thing to do on during the week, middle of the week, a stressful week, you have a good hangout with the boys and, and get some shots down range. Yeah. I could see how that would be really sweet, especially cause like <clears throat> archery hunting in particular can be such a solo and like solitary activity. So like balancing it out with some other like-minded folks and cutting it up a little bit, but still have the competition side of things. <laughs> yeah. I could, yeah. I could see how that would be fun. You know, I, uh, I did a, archery shoot last year got paired up a 3d with a bunch of guys i didn't know and a guy was he was shooting phenomenally he was shooting lights out completely just embarrassing me and then he forgets to knock an arrow one time oh no and just smokes his bow blew it up and i was like oh no i was like first i thought my i was like are you okay i thought an arrow exploded blew up his hand whatever he's like i don't i don't know what happened (laughs) and then he looks like in his quiver and he has all five arrows i was like oh dude how are you? How did you forget this? Yeah, you know. And then the, he's he's like fumbling around. He's he rode with us the whole thing that the rest of the course. And I'm such a jackass, and I don't think about what comes out of my mouth first. I'm up first. I go, all right, now for the most important ingredient, and I knock an arrow. And he's like, I was like, oh man, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about it. I just I said it. <laughs> Oh no, I, d- I definitely know how that dude feels, man. I did it. I, I did it this summer. Actually, in uh, August, right? I wasn't going to bring it up, Luke. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> I got no shame, man. I, I learned from it and it, it was a blessing in disguise because I got a brand new bow out of it. So oh, nice. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but uh, yeah, man, a, a dry fire breaks the heart, especially when it's three weeks before archery opening. Oh yeah. That's rough. <sighs> Shit happens, man. Yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully not anytime soon. You know. Yeah. 
have that, have that mental checklist of don't be an idiot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other thing, like I'll forget to do, so I traded up my rest. So I went to a AAE prophecy and you have to actually knock it up. Mm. And I'm half retarded sometimes. I'll just <laughs> leave it and I'll draw my bow. And then I have fletching smoke in my fingers. I'm like, what? And I missed target right. completely. Right. And then I look and I was like, oh, I didn't move my rest up. Yeah. Archery is one of those things, man, where there's so, sometimes there's so many steps. If it's not complete muscle memory and you miss one, it's like, God damn, dude, I've done yeah. this a million. I've done this a million times. What, what am I? Why am I missing this? And that's why it happens. Cause yeah. you've done it a million times. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I know what I'm doing. No big yeah. deal. I'm going to rush through it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got him. Then we lost him. We lost him again. Yeah. <clears throat> Bingo. We got him. I think he's back. Yeah. I'm back. Sorry, guys. This internet is terrible up here. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you for better hunting. You were talking about the target, the big target. Oh, yeah. The the target, we write everybody's name on it that's dry fired. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like the wall of shame. <laughs> that way, when you look at the target and you're going to shoot it, you see the names and you're like, oh, shit, I better make sure I knock an arrow. That's, yeah, that's cool. a good idea. That's a good idea. And you shot a competition last weekend or the weekend before. I saw a picture of you holding a big check, Luke. Yeah, I shot um, in Albuquerque. It's a couple hours south of where I'm at. They have a big Vegas warm-up, uh, three-spot warm-up competition. And I shot uh, hunter class. There was only three of us in my class, and I ended up winning in the shoot-off. Um, I got to shoot with some really, really good dudes. They actually smoked me in the qualifying rounds. I was like 10 points behind. But uh, when it came down to those pressure shots, on, when it's just you, the three of you guys standing in front of the whole shot and everybody's watching, I came in clutch, shot all 10s, and uh, the guy in first place dropped an 8. So hmm. there I you got go. Win. It was pretty cool. That is nice. cool. That is cool. That's something I, I think I need to like just – do it just sign up and go do i've never done a competition and i think i just that's the only way i'm going to do it just like do it bite the bullet and then go shoot because it's it feels outside of my comfort zone and i feel like that's something that would make me uh, a better shooting, shooter shooting a three spot just shooting dots in general in a competition so uh local archery shop here almost same thing he as luke has um became really good friends with the, the guys that work it and run it and owner he's like hey you guys want to close the shop down and we'll shoot for some money. And I was like, yep. Yep. And, you know? So that was it for me. I was like, he's like, all right, how do you want to do this? Buy in. I was like, well, let's just do 20 bucks. You know, there's five of us. The shop gets, you know, 80% winner gets whatever. So we shot three ends and it, and there was probably eight or nine of us in a line and shooting next to those folks. And you just hear, cause some of these guys are shooting hinges. So you hear that? I hear that click and it freaks me out. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh, wait. So then I got let down, and I'm trying to keep up with these guys, you know. And that's like you said, I just it was like one of those things. It came up. It's like, hey, we're shooting dots tonight. You guys want to do it? And I'm like, all right, let's do it. I got twenty bucks to give to somebody. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's cool, man. I need to bite the bullet and do it. Yeah, just even if it's just something local, something small, just like after hours, like. Yeah. And then we all went to the bar afterwards and the that winner bought awesome. the first round. Yeah. <laughs> Winner's so awesome. like, you know what? I didn't plan on having this money anyways. I'll buy the first round. <laughs> so that's cool. That's sweet. Um, I guess my tip this week would be if you're going to buy a bow, if you're thinking about upgrading, now's a good time. Um, with seasons being over and things kind of shutting down, um, 
that was a great time. Or if you don't shoot and you're looking to get into archery, like go get yourself a, a nice used bow after uh, people, uh, archery or people who shoot archery, I feel like are just as bad as fly fishermen, like always upgrading gear and trading out bows and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's not that difficult to go pick up a used bow that's in really good shape. Um, it's not like a, a truck or something that loses 80% of its value after, after you trade it in. So now's a really good time to go do that. Um, bows are going to be on sale, trying to move some products after hunting season's winding down. So if you're looking to do it, do some research or message one of these fine gentlemen and, um, go get yourself a bow. Yeah, it's, it's a, I just bought a new bow. Uh, my wife wasn't happy about it, but it was time for me to upgrade. And, yeah. uh, a buddy of mine works at a shop down the road and he's like, dude, I want you to, I really want you to shoot everything. He said, I want you to try the Omen. I want you to try the new Fortis. I want you to try. I, I literally shot every bow he had and it came down to the Hoyt. It just, whatever feels good. You know, your hands are going to be different than mine. Um, I have meat hooks for hands. So it's, I got to have something that I can hold. Um, and it just, it just happened to work out. And I was like, well, I want something fast. So he's like, all right, I'm going to let you shoot everything you want through the chrono. So we put the VTM through the chrono. We put the RX-7 through the chrono and then the uh, Z1S through the chrono. And that's that's what took it. So because I want I want speed. You, you speed put kills. your speed bow, the, the Z1S? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. We just got one in the shop. I'm going to shoot it tomorrow. Is it just fast? You better, you, oh, my God. I'm at a 28-inch draw length with a 420-grain arrow shooting like 308. With, I'm a super, super short draw length. I mean, I have T-Rex arms, um, <laughs> but it just, it's so dead in the hand. If there's no vibration, there's anything. If you're going to go shoot it tomorrow, you might want to leave your wallet in the car. Yeah. The, well, the, the good thing is, is it is left-handed and uh, they don't have any, ah. well, I'm going to shoot it right-handed. So I don't, so I'm not going to buy so it, but I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to set it up and have a little fun with it right-handed. Yeah. There you go. You're just going to have them order it. I just upgraded too, and I did the same thing. I shot all of them, um, and I, I actually went with a Bowtech, and that, that's the one I shot the best. It felt the best. Yeah. Um, I went with a Bowtech Zion, and I, you know, like you said, it's like a golf club or anything else. Like, felt best in the hand, so that's the one I went with. Yeah, you really, you really got to feel it. Got to shoot them all. I mean, I'm not brand loyal, brand specific. I that's my buddy's. Like, is there something you really want? Because I'm gonna just tell you just get that out of your head right now <laughs> so i was like okay so did did you, what did you think of the omen? uh so the omen uh had a had a strong vibration as soon as you i mean it's fast super fast uh the grip was wide at the bottom yeah. so my buddy was like take the grip off i want you to shoot without the grip nobody leaves these grips on these bows anyways so I did that, yeah. and then I took the uh, the Doinker stabilizer off of the Fortis, put it on that because it doesn't come with one, like the one that's on the end of the Hoyt. Still had just that lingering ting, yeah. which to me, it I feel like it's it's losing efficiency somewhere when it's vibrating like that. So it just it it didn't feel right. It felt like it kind of hung on, where that Hoyt just it flew yeah. out and it was like doom, it was done. Everything just kind of felt right. Yeah, you know, it's like one. And did did you get to shoot the, the RX seven Ultra? Yeah, it's just it was a it's a thirty four, I think. Um, I'm yeah, mm -hmm. so I'm I'm like five eight, five eight and a half if I cough. Um, so even a thirty three, 
in the thick of Eastern North Carolina is kind of pushing it. But I went ahead and, and did it, but I didn't want to go to a 34 just because I'm super tall. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I might be the uh, the RX-7 Ultra here pretty soon. Might be upgrading. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared yeah. of carbon. I'm scared of carbon. I feel like if, if mm-hmm. any little thing happens, it's done. And yep. then that's, you know, a thousand dollar mistake. Where, because right. I beat the crap out of my bows, you know, I've dropped them out of a tree. I've done this, I've done that, you know, and then I'll take it to the shop, put it in the draw board, check the deflection, check the limbs, check the timing, do all this. But I feel like there's certain yeah. things on a carbon bow you just can't check. Yeah. You know, the integrity of it until you're at full draw with a monster standing in front of you and the thing just starts cracking. <laughs> yeah. See, and I, I don't hunt, uh, I don't hunt in trees over here, so I'm never worried about dropping. There you go, <laughs> dropping it out of the tree. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. I, I just love the way it shoots, man. It, it shot so good, so I'm gonna try to get me a left-handed one. <laughs> Lose them again. <clears throat> Lose it to that New Mexico uh, Wi-Fi, man. Doesn't exist. Yeah, must be. <laughs> that's just better, better for hunting. Yeah, man. absolutely, man. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What else we got? Anything? <sighs> no, man. I think. Getting the reps, putting the fitness in and combining the two things is going to get people uh, a lot of places very quickly. I think that's a really good way to cover some ground in the off season. Yeah. And then putting putting yourself in those awkward positions. So I hunt out of a saddle mainly. Um, I'll jump the, jump the fence in my backyard, hang it in a tree and shoot at angles. If I have to shoot from my turkey chair, because I'll bow hunt turkey this year also, um, just setting that bow up right next to me and then being able to sit up in my turkey chair, still cross-legged and half retarded and try and get a good shot off. Um, cause that's, that's probably the hardest thing I ever did last year was shoot a turkey with my bow. Yeah. And it was just, it was just so awkward. Cause you know, I'm sitting an inch and a half off the ground and I can't, there's a half a bush blind in front of me that I've just made. And then the turkey can see for miles. So just putting yourself in those situations, um, angled shots, whether you're shooting upstairs right out of a tree in your backyard, just, you know, making it as lifelike as possible. That also helps me stay true to getting my reps in on a daily basis. Yeah, for sure. And if you're feeling froggy or feel like you're half decent at it, go hunt squirrels or grouse or go hunt something like where you're actually hunting instead of just shooting on sure. target in the off season. Um, I've lost a lot of arrows, sentiment of the next county <laughs> shooting at squirrels. So I don't know if it's, it's my... Yeah, best skill, but you're still kind of actively actively hunting, which I think is definitely a, a transferable skill in the off season. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one actually. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know if I want to shoot squirrels. I think <laughs> I think it's more impressive to shoot a squirrel than than a deer. That's it's pretty impressive to shoot, or even a grouse yeah. or rabbit with with the bow. If you're doing that, then you're doing pretty damn good. Well, you can get those yeah. small game. Uh, broadheads and the, the ones that are made for birds yeah, the, too. Uh, give you judo some yeah. surface area. Yeah, give you some surface area. So those are pretty cool. I Loop. use a washer. Put a washer oh, behind your field shit, tip. Dude, that's smart. There's your hmm, tip. How right much sounds Yeah, that, just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> how 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 does it does it change the flight of the arrow? So what I've noticed is I shoot a mechanical and then when I put a fixed blade on there, it's basically putting a wing on it. Yep. wherever that wing wants to steer if your arrow's not tuned perfect which i can get away with a mechanical but you're putting a washer behind a broadhead that's got to be yeah and, and i mean you're, the- shooting, you're shooting 10 10 
10 yards at the max. So it okay. doesn't, I mean, and it's for grouse. I don't do rabbits or anything with that. It's mainly for grouse. Um, just so the arrow doesn't blow right through them and just get stuck in the rock behind them. Yeah. Are you, so you're, are you shooting up at an angle or down? Is it, I mean, down, they're usually down, down, uh, just walking on the trails. Okay. Yeah. I've never shot a grouse at all with anything, let alone yeah. trying to shoot something like that with a bow and arrow. Tell you what, it's probably the best like wild meat that I've ever had. It just, That's what I've heard. kill a lot of them. I've to heard make it's them I've never, I, I guess I've never been in a place that affords me the opportunity yeah. to try it. We are, gr- we are so. grouseless on the East coast here. Luke, before you lose your Wi-Fi again, why don't you plug, uh, why don't you plug your archery shop in Taos? Yeah. So I, I'm, I've, uh, it's Taos hunting co. Uh, we have an Instagram. We're trying to make it, uh, make it grow a little bit. We're, we have plans on making some more videos, uh, archery related, um, so you can find them on Instagram. It's at Taos, T-A-O-S, Hunting Co, C-O. And, um, you could, you just go follow, go follow us. We're, we're going to be putting up some cool content. I just got a bunch of stuff to, to make some cool videos to film. So hopefully we get good content and some educational videos too, because the owner of the shop, he's actually, he's a, He's a badass archer. He's he's been doing it for years. He's a badass bow tech. I want to do more um more uh technician type stuff. Um teaching people how to work on their own bows. So um go give them a follow. Follow your local bow shop too and uh support support your local bow shop. They they need all the yeah. business they can get. That's huge. Absolutely. That's you know, you're voting with your dollars there, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. This is this has been good, guys. Um, I feel like the two of you could just go on for an hour talking about archery, and we should probably make yeah, it, wouldn't we should probably make that happen. Easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just yep. gotta get a better internet for living. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, like. man. Uh, Brian, where can folks find you on Instagram, man? I am at uh, Bobcats underscore and underscore Broadheads on Instagram. Uh, you can find all my stuff there. Just I do a lot of crazy dumb stuff because i just get these thoughts in my head and i feel like i have to make a video of it because i think it's funny um, <laughs> my wife doesn't think so all the time because she's the one behind the camera but she she goes along with it <laughs> she supports it so i'm gotta love it, it just is i just did a uh i did a podcast with antler Federco too yep. uh last week so if you guys give that a listen you'll uh hear some crazy stuff archery talk um with him as well heck yeah that's awesome, man. Uh, Luke, where can people find you on Instagram, man? I'm at uh, three underscores, the second two ND. Um, that's my handle. I'm going to probably change it eventually because it's kind of hard for people to, to search. I'm finding that out. So um, <laughs> go give me a follow. I try to post as much archery stuff as I can. Uh, a lot of outdoor stuff. Uh, we go ice fishing. Pretty much everything I do outdoors is uh, try to post some content on there for you guys. Heck yeah. Listeners, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Go follow Hunt Lift Eat Official and the Hunt Lift Eat Podcast on Instagram, and we will talk to you guys next week.